Have you ever just met someone who just gives you a breath of fresh air, who's able to motivate you to live your very best life? I've got to admit, I've social media stalked Dr. Barbara Eaton because she's one of those people who can just push me and motivate me to live an intentional life. In today's episode, we're going to discuss how to identify our standards of what we want our lives to look like, and then also how to live an intentional life at home and at the office. I can't wait for you guys to listen to this one. Let's check it out now. You're listening to the Cairo Business Builders Podcast, giving you behind the scenes access to the world's top chiropractors and how they built and scaled their business. Here's your host, Tabitha Thomas. Welcome to the Cairo Business Builders Podcast, the podcast that gives you a little inside look into some of the most successful chiropractors around the world. Today we have with us Dr. Barbara Eaton, the founder of the 56-Day Chiropractic Boot Camp. She is in the business of helping chiropractors from all over the world create the practice and the life of their dreams. She gives chiropractors the specific tools, the strategies, the support, and the accountability to serve their communities while living their ideal lives. Dr. Barbara, I'm so excited to have you with me. You are, I stalk you on Facebook because you're such just a a breath of fresh (laughs) air. So I'm excited to have you on here. So thanks. It's nice. It's nice to have you. Uh, It's nice to be with you too, Tabitha. So thank you very much. Yes. So tell me what I always love asking. The very first question I love asking people is what got you down into the path of going to the chiropractic school and becoming a chiropractor? I mean, most people don't just wake up and be like, that's what I want to be. There's something that led them that direction. Yeah. So I, um, I'm from a chiropractic family at a year and a half. I fell off a horse and fractured my skull And so, um, you know, I have a funny story to tell about that. When I was in chiropractic college, um, we didn't really get a whole lot of philosophy. And so we would go to Cape Girardeau and bless uh, um, Dr. Rob Kessinger's heart. On Friday night, these students would descend upon him and he would like check us and share philosophy. And, and I thought chiropractor, chiropractic could do everything like, you know, heal you until I went to chiro school. And then it was like, oh, wait a minute, we're supposed to refer out and it doesn't like have all these magical powers. And so I kind of not not really lost my way, but it was great to get back. And at any rate, I'm filling out my history for Rob Kessinger. And I'm like, oh, no, no history of anything, any problems. And then he takes my films. He's like, are you sure you haven't forgotten things, anything? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've had tons of head injuries. So at any rate, um, I our family started, you know, like going to a chiropractor when I was a child and I went through high school and undergrad. And when I was an undergrad, I decided that I wanted to be a prosecutor and prosecute sexual crimes. Um, I saw I women around me you. being, yeah, being victims and I wanted to be their voice. And so, um, I didn't do well on the LSAT. Like I am definitely not like the smartest girl in the classroom when it comes to standardized tests. And, um, and then I worked in a group home for schizophrenic adults. And it was really sad, their psychoses, every single one of the women that were in the home that I worked in, all of their psychoses started from some kind of sexual assault, whether it was rape or it was um, molestation or something. And um, you know, I was like just an employee at the, the group home and yet, Man, I carried that stuff home with me. It was terrible. It would be awful. And so, um, 
Yeah. And my dad is like a, a straight shooter. That's where I get it. And I remember sitting at home one day, so I'm in my early twenties and I already have my undergraduate degree and we're talking about what are you going to do? And I was like, well, you know, I, I still really want to be a lawyer. And I thought about being a chiropractor when I was in high school. And so he walks over to the cabinet. This is like old school for some of you don't even know what a phone book is, but we used to have these things called phone books <laughs> and they had the white pages and they had the yellow pages and the yellow pages were the business pages. Do you know what's and funny? So he I got one in the mail last week and it was like this thick. And when you open it up, it just had business listings. That was it. There was no yeah. in it at all. I was shocked. <laughs> yeah. They have a thing at the post office here where you can just recycle your phone books. I'm like, why do they even like send them out or print them? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, so at any rate, he sets it down and he's like, all right, so I want you to, um, I want you to turn into attorneys and see how many there are. And so I flip it open and there's like, you know, like that many attorneys. And then he says, now turn to chiropractors. And there's like that many. And he said, which do you think people like? And I was like, well, chiropractors for sure. Cause no one really thinks an attorney unless you like Something you're matters. battling and you win. Right. And he yeah. said, and look at your cousins, you know, they have a great lifestyle. They get to help people. Um, they, they do well financially and it aligns with the way you live your life. And two weeks later, I, moved to St. Louis <laughs> and started Tri-Zero because I didn't have my sciences. And so there was like a really accelerated program at um, Mira Mesa. No, that's California. Um, Merrimack? Whatever that, Merrimack. Yeah, Merrimack. Mm -hmm. And so I did that. And then I started at Logan and um, two babies, a divorce and a marriage later, I graduated. Wow. wow. That was a lot <laughs> in a little time. Frame. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I love it though. And I love that you went to Missouri because that Merrimack is like 45 minutes away from my house right now. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Although um, it was my college rival. So, <laughs> okay. So, so that's how I started. That's how I started Cairo school. Um, and then I graduated from Logan and um, had two babies. And a year later, decided like I. I got to fulfill my calling. Like my calling isn't not, not that just being home isn't a great thing, but my life definitely has to have both. I have to be a, a working woman and, and a mom. Um, and so I hired my coach five months before I ever opened my practice. I didn't even know where I was going to practice. I opened in December of 1998 in Southeastern Michigan, just before Christmas, it's snowing. Like no one does that. And, um, by God's grace, I went zero to 180 office visits a week in 89 days and then just kept scaling from then. And, um, that led my coach at the time to ask me if I wanted to help chiropractors. And I was like, sure, I don't really know what I'm going to say, but if somebody needs my help, I'm in. And so my first class, like stuff that I taught was called zero to 180 in 90 days or less. It was based on endless referrals, um, raving fans, testimonials, getting paid your worth, and education and marketing. And I then I've been coaching chiropractors since '99. Wow, that is incredible! So you've got the 56-day boot camp. So why 56 days and not 60? I, it's been boggling my mind. I'm like, I've got to ask her that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great question. And um, so you know, like I've said, I've done this almost 20 years now. And whether I looked at my own coaching or I looked at what was available in our profession, I didn't see anything that had the same price point 
regardless if you had a million dollar a year practice or you were a student and just starting out and wanting to learn the ropes. I also, there wasn't anything that was like really fast, like every single day do this because speed is the pace of the ultra successful. I'm going to say it again, make sure y'all get it. Speed is the pace of the ultra successful. We got to go fast and break things. If not, we just get caught up in our minds and we think about it and we think about it and we think about it. And that's never going to change anyone's life. You know, like, I think I should go to the chiropractor. I think I should go. And obviously you never get any better. I, I'd really like to be successful. You got to take action. Well, and you're and wasting so when, time thinking instead of doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I, when I first kicked off the boot camp, April 17th, 2017, um, it was eight topics, seven days of training for each topic from mindset to sales, to marketing, um, Tabor Smith teaches a week, Tristan Schaub teaches a week, um, reactivations, health talk, da, da, da. And doctors would have 90 days to complete it and then they would be out. And so the problem was I'm a big fan of over-delivering. And so I just like kept giving more content and more content and they're like, time out lady. Like this is too much. I, I can't, you know, like this. Their brain this was fried. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is more than a, uh, a fire hydrant. And so I'm like, you know what? I want to be with my Cairo sisters for a lifetime. And so it, it started as a lifetime membership. I just closed membership. Um, and we have a great time. It's an amazing, 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 amazing tribe. There are 200 and I think 61 of us. Oh, wow. And, um, we have had, we, in the last 28 days, we've had, have had over 10,000 posts and comments in our private Facebook group because everyone shares. 10,000? 10,000. 10, right here, I'm looking at audience group insights. That's incredible. Oh, I'm sorry. 10,200 in the last 28 days. 10,000, 10,000 wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, so 261, are they all women? So the majority, yes, 90, we're 94% women. Um, and, and I did that because I wanted to, I'm and a mom. I I've been a single mom. Um, I really, you know, I have bought hook, line and sinker into choosing your niche and dominating it. And, Can and dominate it because I talk about that all the time. I'm like, just choose a niche. You can serve everyone. Yes. That's what you can do, but choose to target one specific kind of people, target your messaging to those people and you will reach everyone. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what's happened. Um, there are men in the boot camp. Um, you know, some of the men that are in the boot camp are because they're, they're a husband and wife team. You know, they're, the husband and wife are both chiropractors. And when you join the boot camp, anyone that's on your payroll gets to be a member of the boot camp. Um, and, and so what happens though is because like the boot campers are a pretty powerful group, you know, guys see what's happening and practices that are doubling and tripling. And like Dr. Robin Hale, she's adjust, she's adjusting now. 400 more people per month than she was a year ago when she when she started the boot camp. Um, and so everyone wants in. And so there are men that are, are in the boot camp, but the majority of it is women. The majority of what I do is women. That's why I'm doing the Women's Chiropractic Leadership Summit. It's women only. It's not dudes like we don't want you around, but 
we're going to talk girl stuff. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So, <laughs> so tell me a little bit about the fact that you, you focus a lot on having a ha- happy life, like their self-care part of it. I love that. So tell me a little bit about what you talk about in the boot camp as far as self-care goes. Yeah. Um, so I am vehemently opposed to this whole idea of balance. Like you got to have a balanced life because you know, what's really interesting about the balanced life that I hear people talk about. They're only concerned if they're out of balance, if they're working, but never out of balance if they're screwing around, (laughs) right? Like I can waste all kinds of time outside of the office, but oh my goodness, if I'm in the office, like more than a few hours a week, I'm out of balance. No, I, I don't care if you're only in your office two hours a week. The whole idea is to have an obsessed life. When you're at work, be obsessed and run your systems for success at work. Be intentional. Every single person who you're talking to, look them in the eye, be 100% present with them. And the only way you can do that is because you know what you have at home going on is taken care of, that you're running your systems and your office, that you don't have a bunch of regret, that you, that you, when you're home, you're actually present at home. And so it's about being obsessed no matter what we're doing. When when you're making love with your your spouse, be obsessed. When you're taking time off, you know, um, my husband and I have the 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 pleasure of owning a, a beautiful boat, and so we go for ten days, three times a summer, like all of the holidays in the summer, out on the boat for ten days. And there's no internet, there's no cell phone. So when we come back, we're totally relaxed because nothing that we've been doing on the boat is anything like what we do at home. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, you know, we take like people take time off, but what they do when they take time off is no different mm-hmm. than their everyday grind. And so there's yeah. never this, is that what you do? Oh, I'm horrible. I went on vacation, had my phone in my hand the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So then, but, but think about like, if you ever like your phone is almost dead and so you go and you plug it in and then you don't have time. So you grab it away and it's still only at 30%. Uh-huh. It's never fully charged. Right. Well, yeah. that's what happens when we don't take the time to fill up. And so I'm a big fan of whatever you're doing, be, be obsessed and be in the moment and give everyone that you're with, even if it's yourself, your hundred percent focus and attention at that time. I love that. I, I, I'm guilty of having mom guilt. So if I'm at work, I feel guilty that I'm not with the kids. And when I'm with kids, I feel guilty that I'm not at work. Like, it's, it's never, it's never happy. It's never a hundred percent one or the other. Cause I'm always like, Oh, I should be doing it. Oh wait, I should be doing that. Oh, I should be doing this. <laughs> so can I give you a trick for that? Yes, please. Okay. So I learned this from Jeff Smith, um, in probably 2000. So they're called major outcome activities, MOAs. Mm-hmm. And what it is, is you have to identify, like we have to set boundaries for ourselves and standards, right? So you have to identify what, what does it mean to me to be a great mom? Like, what are the things I have to be there for? What are the things I don't really care about? Like for me, I'm not doing field trips. If no one else will show up, I'll go do a field trip, but I don't want to honestly waste my time taking care of somebody else's kids. I love mine. I don't want to be with yours. Um, and that's not to be mean. That's just how I am. Yeah. No, um, no I'm, I'm not a field trip mom either. So <laughs> you're yeah, preaching to the choir. Yeah, my sister, she doesn't anything. I just bless her heart. She's so good about that. Um, and so you, you have to identify what 
to me means I'm a good mom. Does that mean I always put my kids to bed? Does that mean I'm always there when they wake up in the morning? Does that mean I make their lunch? Does that mean I never miss a practice? That Does that mean I never miss a game? Like, what does that mean? Like, you get to write, like, this is your life. Write your script of what it means to be, like, I'm full in that area or I'm not. Because a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know, the, the um, average mother in America spend six hours a day on this. Mm. Six hours a day. So you tell me, does that mean she's given her kids all of her attention? Mm. True. Probably not, right? Because she's like doing this, which I'm not surprised. You know, checking our phones is no different than gam- than pulling a slot machine. Did you know that? I believe it. I believe it because I feel empty when it's not in my hand. Like I feel weird. (laughs) Right. Right. So identify what does it mean to be like the best mom for me? What does it mean to be a great wife? What does it mean? Like, what does that look like? And not everything, but like maybe it's a week by week, maybe it's day by day. Mm -hmm. And then at work too, what are my major outcome activities? What are my hundred yard plays? What are my Hail Marys? And, and really a great book about that is called The One Thing by Jay Papasan and Gary Keller. Gary Keller is the, the brains behind Keller, and William, Keller Williams, the uh, real estate. But it's called The One Thing. That. I don't know that I've read it, but I think I bought it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I it's, read it. Yeah, it's really, really good. And, um, and so the, the theme of that book is what is the one thing that I can do today such that by doing it, everything else will become easier or unnecessary. Not what are the 10,000 things I can do, but what is the one thing that's going to make the biggest difference? Just like with your family, what is the one thing that I absolutely hold to be sacred with my family today or this week or this month? And then make sure you do that. And if you don't make everything else, it's okay. Or if it's you do okay. make everything else, it's icing on the cake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I think as women, we, we have this idea that I'm going to be a working mom, but I'm still going to function like I'm a home, you know, I'm a home full time mm-hmm. or I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be home, um, you know, at work, but yet, you know, I, I have the same expectation as somebody who's working full time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying be realistic, just use your brain. Yep. That's all. Like, if you're not home full time, you're not going to have a house that's run typically like someone who's home full time. And just because somebody's home full time doesn't mean his or her children are better off than those who are, are gone. Um, you know, I, I felt a huge sense of responsibility to raise really independent children who loved the Lord, who were respectful, who were self-confident. Um, and ever since I became pregnant, that, that was my focus. And by God's grace, that's what I have. I have two incredible kids and I have a stepdaughter and, um, I, I couldn't be more proud of them, but it didn't start when they were 16. No, it started when they were young and yeah. having rules and, and celebrating and, and recognizing that with privilege comes responsibility, right? Mom's not doing everything for you. And the only reason I'm not going to do everything for you is one day you're going to have to do it on your own. So I want you to have the pride of learning it when you're young. Oh yes. Yeah. I'm you, you are speaking my language lady. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have been a big, big, big advocate of that. I haven't made my kids lunches in years. And I remember, oh, probably a year ago, my youngest one came upstairs and dropped his laundry basket in the laundry room. He goes, here you go. And I went, ha, ha, big mistake, buddy. It's your day to learn how to do this. Nice. <laughs> That is awesome. But you had to give up something for them to do that, right? Like, yeah. it's like, okay, their clothes may not be perfectly folded. Or we'll get wrinkled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the surest way to drive yourself crazy is to assume that you're the only one who can do everything right. Isn't that the truth? Whether it's at work or at home. Like, if someone wants to step in and help out, I'm always like, heck yeah. Like, have at it. <laughs> right? It. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So being a very successful person, I like to ask, what is, what does your typical day look like? Um, you're probably not sleeping till seven or eight o'clock in the morning and you're probably not going home at three or four. So what is a, what does a typical day look like for you? Yeah. Um, I get up usually between four and four fifteen, Um, and that's usually met with my husband saying, won't you stay a little bit longer? No, like my brain's already been on since three. So I've been laying (laughs) here an extra hour. Um, so I, I get up and, um, pour myself a cup of coffee, have my dogs brush their teeth. And then I, I come into my office and I always start and I ask myself, what is the one thing that I can do today such that by doing it, everything else will become easier or unnecessary. Like, what do I have to get done today? Mm -hmm. Um, and then, I mean, I, I prefer to start the day in prayer and just to thank the Lord for all of the blessings, um, to already tell him, I know I'm going to screw up today. So I'm just, I know you already know this, but I'm going to go on record for saying I'm going to screw up somewhere today. So thank you in advance for forgiving me. Um, and then, I, I start calls by 5 a.m. Um, so depending on how that first hour goes, I try really hard not to, um, you know, like the likes of Mel Robbins talks about it and Tony, um, uh, well, I mean, Tim Grover, actually, he talks about it quite a bit in his book, Relentless, of not starting by looking at other people's problems. Hmm. Instead, look at, you know, like, what am I focused on today? What am I doing today? Um, if I have to do writing, I like to do writing in the morning. That's like, I'm definitely the sharpest person from about four o'clock in the morning till 10 and the morning after 10, it's a, it's a gamble. Um, so, so that's how my day goes. And my husband and I are very much partners. He loves to cook. I do dishes. Um, and we resource out as much as we can. Our kids are all out of the home. Um, and so we just begged them to come over and visit us. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So are you a reader or a, I, never mind. I know you're a reader from all the books you've just been, been listing <laughs> off. So what are you currently reading? Yeah. Well, you know, um, I have switched to being an audio, I'm, like audible, right? Uh huh. These two books, oh. when you can tell I'm a big fan, right? And I'm, I'm a note taker. Oh, wow. I have tons, tons and tons of notes. And then this is my new favorite. One, One to Many by Jason Sladlin. Like my husband was watching me read this the other day and taking notes. He's like, you're like do, saying something about every single page. I'm like, I know this guy's like a genius. <laughs> so what's that one about? One to Many. So Jason Sladlin is like, 
the grand poobah of webinars. And if you want to learn how to market, this is the dude. So okay. he's done $10 million in revenue from a webinar. From and I one webinar? It. Yeah. This dude, Russell Brunson, I was at 10X Growth Con this February in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. And in 90 minutes, I was there. I witnessed this. He did nice. over $3 million in 90 minutes of selling from the stage. And you know what? I already had everything he was selling, and I still ripped out my credit card. And I was like, I want it. <laughs> You're a fangirl. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just, so these two dudes, um, and then of course, Tom Postick sent me this. Tom okay. Postick sent me that. And then relentless. I I've read this several times, but now I listen to it. Like when I really am just like, that's when like the stuff is just cranking. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And then this is Russell's other book. Yep. Com secrets. What are you reading? I just finished, uh, and I'm horrible with names. Uh, you are a badass. Oh, that's Jen Sincero. Sincero, yes. So uh-huh. that I just finished on my audiobook. I love that. And then the other one that I'm reading, it's not in here. Was that you're a badass at making money or just you're a badass? Nope, just you're a badass, which I really uh-huh. enjoyed. I actually really, if you, if you listen to audiobooks, if you've already read it, listen to her tell the story. It's quite hilarious because I'm sure like, if I had read it, it would have been completely different than hearing her say it because her humor is hilarious. So, so funny. Yes, I literally I'm finished gonna it this morning. Yes, that's good. Nice. So I'm all the time yeah. looking for new ones. And of course I just finished girl, wash your face and super excited about that. And then I think the next one I'm moving on to is perfectly unique, perfectly, perfectly oh, unique, one. praising God from head to foot. So that'll be next. So oh, I'm, I'm, nice. yeah, I got into the bad habit and not, well, not necessarily a bad habit, but I like reading murder mysteries, but I was getting nothing out of it. Like it was just you know, meh, it's not fulfilling me in any way. So I made a, a pact with myself that this year I'm going to read a lot more books that do something for me in one way or the other. So I put down away all of my, nice. all of my murder mysteries and started picking up other books. So I'm always asking if there's good ones to read. So I, I what's next on my list, you know? Have you read, um, how to catch a big little fish? No, it's, it's a, a short Christian book about raising kids. Um, it's phenomenal. Um, and then, um, of course the cloud and Townsend books I think are really good Yeah, on boundaries. Oh, that's another one. Um, have you ever read present over perfect? No, but that sounds like a good one. An amazing Christian book. It talks about, um, this, the speaker who was traveling all the world and trying to do everything and get everything and how she was so unhappy, even when she got it all and how she was learning how to just stop, just be still and enjoy who God has made her to be and just chill and enjoy the moments with her kids and stop trying to pile everything. It's a great book, an amazing book. Highly recommend it. And now I'm not. That's awesome. So I have two funny stories to tell you about that. What's so um, I was on an airplane traveling to Florida to celebrate my 40th birthday with my sister and my cousin. So all four of us, well, the three of us, like my sister was born a year later, my cousin was born and a month later I was born and we all grew up within a half a mile of each other. Nice. And I sit down and the lady like sits down next to me and I look look over and her Bible says Stormy or Martin. And I look and I'm like, is that you? And she's like, yeah. 
And I was like, you know, you know who she is? No. She's, you would know her. So she writes all the books like The Power of the Praying Wife, The Power of the Praying Grandparent, The Power of the Praying This Person. And she was heading to Florida to write The Power of the, um, like the, oh, the, you know, like the adult parent, like yeah. you have adult kids. Yeah. She was going away to write whatever that, that book was. And then, so always be present when you're flying. Then another time I walk into the area, like to wait for my plane. And there's this lady sitting there just like yucking it up on the phone. I'm like, <laughs> just be quiet. So I, I get on the plane and who wouldn't, you know, sits next to me, her. So of course we start talking and da, 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 and she tells me she's a movie star. I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm sure. And, and I'm like, all right, so what were you in? She's like, do you know Gilligan's Island? And I was like, well, uh, hello. She's like, I'm Marianne. I'm like, shut the front door. Yeah, Don Wells. Holy and moly. And a friend of mine now. <laughs> <laughs> all from that flight. And that flight was the first time I ever flew. Well, it was the flight that I brought when we moved here. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she's Marianne. That's incredible. <laughs> you, you never know who you're going to meet in an airport, isn't that? Yeah. You just never yes. know. Yes. Always be present in the airport and look up. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So the last question I have for you, if anybody could have given you a piece of advice when you were first starting out as a chiropractor that would have made all the difference in the world, what would it have been? Um... Do you mean advice that I didn't have that now looking back, I wish someone would have told me? Yes. Um, don't marry an addict? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that, that would have been good advice. Actually, I did get that advice. I just didn't listen to it. Um, Always listen to your mother. <laughs> yeah. um, in looking back, you know, honestly, I don't live life with too many regrets. And I so when, when I look at advice, I mean, the advice that I followed generated great results. And I've, I've always like that. I've definitely had, you know, I, everyone has a story, mm -hmm. right? And if you don't have one, you're going to get one. Like, just wait, it's called life. And, um, so or do you have a great piece of advice for other chiropractors who are just starting out? I think it's like go fast and break things while being gentle with yourself. Um, you know, like the whole saying of it's who you become in the process, but you got to pay attention yeah. of who you're becoming in the process and, and recognize that, when we drive our vehicles, we spend the majority of the time looking through the windshield, not looking in the rear view mirror. If you were driving down the road and all you were doing is staring in, a, in your rear view mirror, you're going to crash. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, I think that's, that's probably, and, and I wish I hadn't sold my practice. Um, there were some circumstances with my ex, in which case I, I kind of had to sell my practice, but um, 
if you're thinking about selling your practice, I would encourage you not to do that. To figure out a way instead that you can stay connected and have other chiropractors. Like I, I had a phenomenal relationship with my associate. He had been with me for two and a half years. And so it was a seamless transition. He's a phenomenal chiropractor. I love him to death. I introduced he and his wife, um, wonderful Christian couple. Um, but I, I wish that I would have held my practice, even if that meant, cause like I sold it and then moved out of state even if that meant I had to do it from a distance. So I think, I think maybe that's, hmm. I mean, I have lots of advice, but I, I try and, and, and here's, I think one of the biggest things too is um, the greatest threat to you living to your optimum potential is a low demand environment. The greatest threat to living to your optimum potential is a low demand environment. So don't hesitate to fire people in your life who are naysayers Mm -hmm. and naysayers can come in the form of protection too. They can say things like, Ooh, it's really scary. You know, a lot of people open their business and they fail or you don't want to overextend yourself too far. Um, you know, recognize that with risk comes reward when you're smart and please, 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 please. Um, you know, you're going to have to learn how to do business at some point in time in your life. If you are an entrepreneur, yep. whether you learn it before you open the doors, which is my advice, <laughs> or you learn it 10 years down the road when you're burned out and broke, because you're going to have to do it anyway, why not start out? So I think that some of the best, the, some of the best moves I made was that I've, I've always had a personal coach. And at times when I haven't, there's been a huge decline in my own performance. Mm-hmm. So reach into your pocket, pull out your checkbook or your credit card and pay to get help. I love it. There you go. Well, thank you so much for being with me. Yeah, I thank thoroughly you. enjoyed it. <laughs> well, if you like what you listen to, give us a subscribe. We'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to the Cairo Business Builders Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to click the subscribe button and leave us a review. Tune in next time for more behind-the-scenes business and marketing stories from the world's top chiropractors. This podcast is sponsored by Content DFY. Chiropractic marketing for doctors by doctors. Find out more at contentdfy.com.